Blog Talk Radio. Good evening and welcome to the Pink Slip Taking Back Our Lives Motivational Workshop featuring myself, author Alethea Brown, here at blogradio.com. Be prepared to be motivated and inspired to start your journey to reclaim your life and follow your dreams. So I would like to welcome you all to our 10th Wellness Wednesday session of the Pink Slip Taking Back Our Lives Blog Talk Radio Show. We greatly appreciate that you have once again chosen our program for your listening pleasure today. So, as always, I always like to welcome the newcomers to the show. So first, let me welcome our newcomers. Um, I am your host and speaker, Alethea Brown, and I'm also the author of Pink Slip, Diary of a Black Author. My objectives and goals with these segments is to provide alternative solutions to all of our everyday problems. And these comments that I make on my show are based on my personal experiences as I continue these journeys with you every week as well. I like to always say, I don't just preach it or just teach it, I live it. These are and have been my struggles and my life's journey too. So before we really get started about tonight's segment, which I'm very excited about, I just want to welcome our return guest speaker tonight, Jeff White. Jeff, are you there? Yes, I am here. Thank you. And so are you excited about tonight's show, too? I'm very excited. This is a a very um, special day um, in American history. It's a day we will never forget, and I'm just honored to be here um, just to talk about this and just, you know, share my thoughts and and views on on this this day with everyone. So absolutely. Absolutely. So we, as always, we are so happy you're here, and and we enjoy, and we actually grow, grow and learn from all of your expertise that you've provided us these past ten weeks. So definitely look forward to talking to you soon and later on in the program. So before we get started tonight, I would like to just talk about today's session. The topic that I'm sure is near and dear to all our hearts is while I was planning. The, my 30 days of segments, I realized that one of the Wellness Wednesday segments would happen on September 11. And so I immediately decided that as a native New Yorker, I wanted to dedicate time to pay tribute to the 9-11 victims and discuss how tragic situations and circumstances can affect all aspects of our wellness. It's mind, body, and soul when you go through um, something so tremendous um, with different Traumatic experiences it can be a loss of a loved one, um, as we had so many Americans that lost so many loved ones on that particular day. So we want to try to see if we can just discuss it. Sometimes it's hard for people to relate to the feelings that they have, um, the different mourning phases that people go through. So we just want to touch base on that. Um, one of the things that I've said, like I said, I'm originally a New Yorker. I'm born and raised in New York. I opted to relocate to Charlotte, North Carolina in February of 2001. And since I've been here and on a couple of job interviews and to a few friends here and there, I've made the following statement to certain people several times. Before I left New York, I was actually working a position in the first tower, and I have said that my decision to relocate to Charlotte may have saved my life. I still have family. Um, my mother 
who passed last year, was still working at the JFK postal facility. And so for me, the most frustrating thing um, on September 11th was that September 11th was trying to get in touch with my family. I still had so many family members up there. And just trying to make sure that everyone in my family was accounted for. I remember hearing the following message, like every time I made a phone call, due to a tornado in the area, your call cannot be completed at this time. And for some reason, that thing just really annoyed me. I'm thinking, this is New York. I'm looking at my phone. I'm annoyed. Tears are running down my face thinking, who did they borrow that recording from, you know? You just don't get a recording like that outside of New York. So everything, you can tell even to me, I think, by the fact that they put that recording out there, it's just we really weren't prepared for anything to happen like that on our soil. But um, my family did not suffer any loss um, that day and eventually was able to get in touch with everyone. But one of the other things that I remember that was really impressive to me is Time Warner. And I know nowadays... It's very hard for any of us to say anything impressive about Time Warner. But what I really respected was they had actually added the New York One, which is the local news for New York. They added it to the channel lineup, the cable channel lineup. I don't know if it was just if it was national, if it was just the East Coast, but for me, honestly, I was grateful to see the New York news reporters and not the secondhand kind of edited versions we tend to receive when we live outside of a particular city. So those were some of the things or just things that were directly, I was directly affected by um, during 9-11. And it's just amazing how during that time everybody can remember where they were at the minute something happened. Um, I remember going into Walmart and you couldn't even buy anything red, white, and blue anymore. There were people who probably wouldn't have spoken to you otherwise, but we were just so happy to see our Americans. We were just happy that we were a united front and this tragedy that had struck our country. And for those moments, for those days, for those months, it was really nice the way we banded together. And the inner strength of Americans is amazing, and I guess that's one of why we're you know, most powerful country out there, but we overcame it and we continue to build and grow from it. And that's something that as we go on and we start discussing how we can overcome our own adversities, we can probably relate back to the people and the families that are still struggling with those losses. Jeff, what about you? Um, how did just 9-11 affect you and and any similarities in your life to those particular type of losses? Well, that that day was something that I'll never forget as well as I'm sure other people too. Um, but for me, it I, I'm not from New York, so my my feelings about that is a little different from everyone else's. Um, but what I wanted to talk about um, is to first off offer my sincere words of encouragement and support for everyone affected by September 11th. And, you know, this is a tragedy that can never be forgotten and hopefully we'll never experience it again. And I know that, you know, we're talking about September 11th in particular, but it's also to, to talk about, you know, tragedy and how it, it affects all of us. And, you know, some tragedies are on a grand scale, like September 11th, while others are on a smaller personal scale, you know, like the passing of a, a close friend or relative. You know, so no no matter how big the tragedy is, 
you know, if it affects you, it's big enough. And the key to learning how to deal with it is, you know, just understanding tragedy and what it is. So the very first thing we must remember is that tragedy will happen to, to each of us, each and every one of us. We all will go through some type of trials and tribulations as we go through life. And many times it will be unexpected when we least expect it and at the worst possible time. And many of these events are out of our control. And September 11th is a perfect example of this. Um, the people inside the, the Twin Towers are just going about their daily business, as well as the, the point of vigils that on those planes. And they, as well as their families, were caught up in a devastating situation that was totally out of their control. And what we have to come to grips with is, is this. No matter how nice we are, no matter if you haven't missed a Sunday at church in, in 30 years, no matter if you say please and thank you to everyone you meet, no matter if you set a world record for helping little old ladies across the street, bad things can still happen to you. And basically bad things happen to good people too. So it's crucial that we understand this raw reality of life. And many people have a hard time coping because they simply can't believe something bad like this is happening to them. And the longer we live, the more trials and tribulations we will encounter. And like I said, um, they can be random, unexpected, and some of them are just much worse than others. Now, mind you, this is not giving anyone the green light or permission to start thinking negative or think about doom and gloom. I am not telling you it's okay to look for or anticipate something bad happening to you. I do not want you to focus all your time and energy on all the bad things in this world. And as we all know, there's a lot of it. And, and in my opinion, the media is geared towards negativity. The lead story in the news every single night is about somebody getting shot, killed, or some other really bad news. Crime seems to get glorified in our society, and even though we're bombarded with this negativity, I think it does more harm than good. Now, to be honest, that's a topic all in, all in of itself, and we'll just say that for another time. But the point I really just want to make is to simply acknowledge that, that these things do exist, and they're out of our control, but you still have to live your life. Now, when we or someone close to us experiences these traumatic events, um, it could take us a moment to register what's happening and react to them. And we can have a lot of emotions ranging from shock, anger, grief, extreme sadness, bitterness, confusion, self-pity, you know, and on and on and on. And these feelings are quite normal. You know, traumatic experiences can bring out the worst in us. And September 11th, is is a prime example, unfortunately. And as I said, I, I'm not from New York. I wasn't in New York when it when it happened. Um, I was in Tampa, and I was extremely upset when the towers fell. I mean, I was angry. I was confused. I was sad. I was afraid. I, and I was really just enraged, all at the same time. And I started thinking about my hometown because I'm I'm from Chicago, and all the people I knew who worked downtown. <clears throat> And I started thinking, oh, my God, could it happen there, too? And I just got even more upset. I mean, I was I was physically sick. 
and I had headaches. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't eat. It was just, it was the worst feeling ever. And I'm sure everybody listening out there can remember exactly where they were when those planes hit and how they were feeling. Now, mind you, I didn't even know anyone personally at the time, you know, in the towers or, or anything. So I can't even imagine how even you, Alicia, would feel because, you know, you weren't there. You were in that area. You weren't there at that time, but, you know, you were there. So I can only imagine how you're feeling or, you know, felt that day. So what I'm about to say may be cruel or insensitive to some people, but it's something that we must do, and that is we must pick up the pieces and keep moving forward. Now, as I said before, we have a variety of emotions and experiences um, when we go through a crisis, um, anger, sadness, et cetera. But as I said before, life is full of ups and downs, um, trials and tribulations, and the longer you live, the more things you'll experience in your life. And I'll give you an example of, of my personal, you know, trials and tribulations. Um, I was very angry and depressed about my mother's passing for years. Um, she died back in 1997 of cancer. And for the longest, I was I was in a rage. I just really couldn't deal with it. I had a lot of questions, you know, like, how could this happen? Why did it have to happen to her? Why did it happen to happen? Why am I being punished because I'm an only child? I lost my mother. You know, and I was angry at the world for years. And all that anger and negativity didn't change anything. I mean, all my negative feelings did not bring my mother back. It did not take her pain away, and all it did was make the people close to me suffer because I was having a hard time coping with the loss of my mother. And those feelings of anger and resentment only made me sick. And this is the raw reality of life. Life will put you in situations you wouldn't wish on your worst enemy, but you must find a way to stay strong and overcome those feelings of anger, despair, etc. And actually, your health depends on that. Now, I'm not saying this, you know, just to shake it off and pretend, you know, these things never happen. Um, those feelings I described above, again, like I said, are normal, and they have to be released. Holding on to those feelings are not healthy for you. And trying to hold them in is like filling up a balloon with air. I mean, if you think about it, if you keep filling up a balloon with air without releasing some of that air, eventually that balloon will pop. So... That's you. You're that balloon. You just you just hold it inside, and eventually those feelings are going to come out in a negative way. So you have to let those feelings out. You have to acknowledge the event for what it was. I mean, if you're angry, you know, so be it. You're angry. You have to, you know, you have to let that out. If you're sad or depressed, understandable. Don't hold it in. Now, you ha- how you handle that event is your personal is your personal journey. No one else's. You know, some people like to work out when they're, you know, upset or stressed. You have to find a a positive outlet to get those emotions out. Now, the key also is to not stay in that negative state of mind forever. Now, using September 11th as an example, the days, weeks, and months after were very painful. I mean, there was wreckage everywhere that still had to be cleared, bodies had to be retrieved, you know, et cetera. And this was slow, deliberate, painstaking work. And, you know, leaving all that records and debris around was not an option. You know, we have to pick up the pieces and move on, literally. Pick up the pieces and move on. Now, please make no mistake. Moving on does not 
me forgetting what happened or not paying respect to those past. It means staying in, a, in, an, in an eternal state of grief, anguish, and despair will not benefit you or make things better. And I like to use the analogy of life is like the weather. I mean, we have sunny days, we have rainy days, hot days, cold days, hurricanes, earthquakes, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, we all, and we all have our favorite weather. I mean, for me, I enjoy sunny, nice days. And that's why I left Chicago and moved to Florida. Now, other, prefer, other people prefer cooler days, you know, like in, in, the, in the Colorado Rockies and things of that nature. But unfortunately, the weather doesn't always give us what we want. Sometimes we have to deal with inclement weather, like, you know, a lot of rain, heat waves, you know, things of that nature. And then there are times we have to deal with really severe weather, like hurricanes, tsunamis, earthquakes, et cetera. Now, some of these events can happen without warning. It can be absolutely devastating. And when we go through them, it seems like they can last forever. And you can get angry and upset, but what good would that do? I mean, you being upset will not change what happened or alter future weather patterns. So all you can really do is prepare for future events as best as you can. And you know the chance of something happening really does exist but you don't know when, where, or to what extent. Now, on the flip side, if something has already happened that caused damage, all you can do is just rebuild and move forward. Life goes on. It's unfortunate what happened, but life goes on. Now, also think about it. When, we, when we're going through something in our life, it seems like it can last forever. Tornadoes and earthquakes, for example, only last a couple minutes, but they can feel like an eternity. Time seems to stand still when you're going through some, some really dangerous things. And when you go through the terrible weather, all your mind and energy is focused on getting through it in one piece. You're not even thinking about anything else. You only hope and wish it would hurt and be over. Now, hurricanes, for example, they can last a little longer. They can drag on for days. And, at, and, and also you can even question if things will ever return to normal. Now, it may seem like, you know, at the time, these events don't last forever, and they really don't. Um, eventually, the, the weather that you do enjoy, it will return. It's just a matter of time. And you know it, it's just a matter of time. The hurricanes only last, you know, a couple of days. Tornadoes only last a couple of seconds. But it seems like it's going to last forever and ever. But if you're patient, the weather you do enjoy will return. So I'm sure you're probably thinking right now, what does an earthquake, hurricane, and all these other things have to do with anything that we're talking about today? Well, if you think about it, our lives are like the weather. You know, one day is nice and sunny, things are going great for you, and the very next day you're going through a tsunami. Your, your car blew up an engine. You know, something happened to your house. You know, your pipe's bursting the house. So that's part of life. So... A hurricane you're going through may seem like it lasts forever, but and the things will never get better, but eventually they will. So now let's apply this to September 11th. In terms of storms, this was an earthquake, hurricane, tornado, and a tsunami all in one. And to call this the storm of the century would be an understatement. And for weeks and months, it didn't seem to get any better, and we didn't know if the country, New York in particular, could ever recover from this. 
But just like the weather, these bad times don't last forever. And since that terrible day, we have rebuilt. I mean, we have moved forward. The Twin Towers are gone, but in a place we have a beautiful 9-11 memorial where people can come and pay their respects. And that's the Freedom Tower, a symbol of strength, resolve, and unity. The area is vibrant again and will become even more vibrant as time goes on. Is it as it was before September 11th? No, it's not. But the storm has passed, and we are moving forward as a nation. Now, September 11th is one of the worst storms in American history, without a doubt. But America has fought back. We as a nation have decided that no one will keep us down or defeat us. We have been, we may have been knocked down, but we got up, and we're standing tall again years later. Will we forget what happened? No, we will not forget what happened, and that will not stop us from moving forward and being the best we can be as a nation. So now I just want to ask everyone, what was your September 11th? What was your storm of the century? What event in your life has knocked you down? Whatever it is, just know that storm will not last forever. Seasons change, and in time, the sunny days in your life will return if you let them. No one can tell you how long your storm will last, but stay strong and things will get better if you let them. So then the question becomes, do you want to get better? Do you want to get out of the storm you're currently in to move forward from the storm that's past? It's all up to you. Change your mindset. Start telling yourself it will get better and making effort to make things better. Start rebuilding where the storm has battered you. Now, using myself as an example, instead of feeling angry and resentment about my mother's passing, I think back to the fun times we had, and I'm thankful that I had her for the time I did um, was able to spend with her. I mean, I still miss her as much as I did before, and that's never going to change, but I changed my mindset. I changed my way of thinking. I went from being angry to being happy. Now, many of us have endured our own trials and tribulations over our lives, but it's important that we, and I'm including myself here, do not let the negativity in this world stop us, any of us, me included again, from living our lives to the fullest and being the best we can be. So in closing, I implore everyone listening to stay strong. No matter what goes on around you, stay strong. Now, when I say strong, I'm not talking just physically, but I'm talking mentally also. In this day and age, you must, be strong mentally to withstand the challenges that are coming towards you, challenges that you're not even aware of that are out there that are coming for you. You, believe it or not, are stronger than you can ever imagine, but you must believe in yourself. No one can do this for you. So, Alita, you still there? Yes, I am, and I am really understanding what you're trying to let us know, that when something tragic happens, it's a rude awakening that life doesn't exactly. always go exactly the way we plan. It does not. So we have to stay strong mentally, and I want everyone out there um, to repeat after me. So no matter what goes on around me, 
Alicia, repeat after me. No matter what goes on around me. No matter what goes on around me. I will survive and prosper. I will survive and I will prosper. That's right. Next one. I refuse to let anyone steal my joy. I refuse to let anyone steal my joy. No matter what you say or do. No matter what you say or do. You will not break my spirit. You will not break my spirit. That's right. Thank you very much. So now I want everyone to keep those in mind and keep saying them. Say them every day. Say them every morning. And in time, you will start to believe it and internalize that as well. So with the right mindset, we can overcome anything, even something as devastating as September 11th. So I just wanted to just, you know, share my thoughts on this entire thing, and I really hope everyone, you know, found something insightful in what I'm saying. Um, Again, I just want to offer my support for everyone out here in the the country and around the world who's remembering to September 11th, and I'm just wishing everyone can stay strong, stay positive, and stay uplifted. Thank you very much. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you so much, and you all know that I am big on affirmations, and I believe Jeff has given you your checklist for today. Keep those affirmations. Tell yourself every day, because you know what I always say, you have to say it to believe it. So if you say it to yourself every day, you will live it and you will believe it. And so we definitely understood what Jeff was saying. And, again, we repeat, when something tragic happens, it is a rude awakening that life doesn't always go exactly the way we plan. But you grow up faster and you realize part of life's beauty is that it isn't all planned, that there are many unknowns. Nothing in this world is guaranteed. But you have to live. You just can't walk through life you have to actually embrace it and go after it. Now, as Jess was telling you, we as Americans, we have a certain resilience. We rebound, we build resilience, and that's what we've been doing since September the 11th. Resilience is the ability to work with adversity in such a way that one comes through it unharmed or even better because of the experience. And I do believe that as a country, we are. Resilient means facing life's difficulties with courage and patience, and it is also refusing to give up. We don't give up. Whatever adversity that you are going through right now, you don't want to give up. It is the quality of character that allows a person to rebound from misfortune, hardships, and traumas. And we are always on our own journey, each of us. There are all kinds of challenges and choices that we make on our journey. Some of them will shape us as we go, and the choices that we make will strengthen us and test and build our inner strength. And our journey will make us stronger than we ever dreamed we would be. And these are the things that you have to even consider and to look at. I mean, for me, all the adversity I've had in my life, all the troubles and obstacles, they have strengthened me. You know, sometimes you may not realize it when it happens, but a kick in the teeth may be the best thing in the world for you. A person who gains strength by overcoming obstacles possesses the only strength which can overcome adversity. And when you're just struggling, and it's not just 
with such a tragedy. I mean, we had one of the worst recessions in the history of the United States in over 40 years, and there are still tragedies because of that. You have multimillionaires who are now barely middle-income people. You still have people that are homeless. You still have people that are unemployed, and they are struggling every day. I know. I've been there. And my journey is still rebuilding my life because of it. So there are all different types of tragedy. I mean, we look at the people from Katrina. There are still people rebuilding their lives. And it's been quite some time as well since Katrina happened. So everyone goes through different levels of tragedies, um, different life issues like circumstances that put it in there. The one thing that we constantly want to stress is you just can't crawl up in a ball. Don't give up on yourself. Find the resources you need to help you be the better you you know you can be. No one can do that more than you can. You can find the resources for it. You can get someone to talk to, find someone to talk to, but don't give up on yourself. If you give up on yourself, no one else will be able to give up, to give with you. They won't be able to help you. You can't be helped if you don't even know how to help yourself. So you got to have to want to do something. And when you do, you'll be amazed at what you can accomplish because you're going to be looking for answers. You're going to be looking for the right people. You're going to be knocking on those doors. You're going to do what it takes for as long as it takes to get where you know you should be in your life. And so, no, we're not saying that everybody has the option to turn into a Bill Gates. Wish we could, but we can't. But successes aren't always determined by the Fortune 500 who's highest paid list. There are other things that more that's as rewarding in your life that you're missing that you need to put back in there. You may have a good job already, but there's still something that's missing in your life. And if until you are honest with yourself, not just with other people, but when you become honest with yourself and accept reality to what it is that you're missing and that you want, only you can determine when that's going to be. And that is how we find ways to rebuild, that we find ways to overcome adversity, is when we find ways to live the life that we imagined. That's how we do it. And we see it around us all the time. But you got to step into the game before you can get things going. I always urge everyone, if you don't have someone to talk to, find someone to talk to. Don't stay lost in your own sorrow. It can be the makeup for disaster. You have to let it out. If you go to church, go to church and talk to the deacon or somebody, but don't keep it all bubbled in. Because denial is the worst level of depression that anyone can ever deal with. You have to be honest with yourself to be true to your dreams. Jeff, you agree with that? Oh, I totally agree. Everything you said is absolutely true. And as I was, you know, saying before, you can't let it stay bottled up. It's, it's your body's like a pressure cooker. If you just hold it in, it's just going to build and build and build. And eventually, it's just going to explode and just come out. And many times, if you hold it in, it's going to come out in the worst possible way. So yes, I totally agree with you. Very well said. I found this quote once, and it says, Determination, patience, and courage are the only things needed to improve any situation. And I believe that. 
We are resilient beings. If you follow your heart, you'll be amazed of how much you can accomplish and you can live your dreams. I say that all the time. And I like being able to share my journey, the things that I've learned with you every week so you can determine not every step that I do will work for you, but you got to figure out which of the steps will and learn how to implement it into your everyday life. Because in order to move forward, you have to realize that it's not just something you need to temporarily do because of something you want to do a month or two from now. Anything that you do, you have to choose it to be a lifestyle change, not just something to get you over the hump type change. Anything that you do, you have to be willing to devote the fact that this is a lifestyle change and you will find that your journey will last longer and you'll be happier because of it. If you keep just putting enough in there so that things seem a little better as opposed to making them better will be the difference. So any changes that you make in your life, you have to know that they are lifestyle changes, that they shouldn't be temporary. You know, I always say, and I say it to my daughter and I say it to her friends and I say it to coworkers, we all, we all, the choices that we make dictate the life that we lead. And that is the absolute truth. And we have to admit it to ourselves. The choices that we make dictate the life that we leave. If we choose not to do anything to improve our life, then that's why our life is the way it is. So it dictates, we're dictating how our life is going to go. So the choices, and it's good and bad, because you have to take responsibility. I tell everyone, you need to reflect on the realities of what you've allowed in your life. Can't blame everyone for something not going wrong. You have to set responsibility for how you let someone in your life keep you from following your dream. And as women, I tell everyone all the time, we need to be honest with that. That man didn't stop us from doing it. We allowed that man to stop us from doing something. So any time you deal with that, when you do, you want to make these changes in your life, you have to reflect. And if you can't be honest with yourself, you're never going to be honest with anyone else. That is the cruel hard truth of it. So you have to be honest with yourself for the changes that you want to make. But you also have to take responsibility for the things that you have allowed You learn from it, you grow from it, you correct it, and you move on. And this is how you start to see changes come into your life. It can dictate everything that you do. It can dictate your emotional well-being. It can dictate your physical well-being. We have learned with several of our Let's Talk About Stress segments with Jeff that how we're feeling emotionally can dictate how our bodies can fall apart. So whereas you're not feeling, thinking that you're feeling a certain way, you're thinking you're feeling fine, your body's saying, no, I'm not, I'm not fine. You need to slow down and do something to make me right. But we ignore it. And so we have to go back. We've got to realize, we've got to purge. You can't just do something just to be doing it. Everything that you do has to be a lifestyle change that you want to commit to yourself. So and I say it again, everything that you do is a lifestyle change that you want to commit to yourself. This is how we overcome adversity. This is how we hold our head up high. I don't care if you're just coming out of the corporate box. There is nothing to be ashamed of. I have learned not to be ashamed of the failings 
of my life throughout this economic recession and the challenges that I've had to face with my daughter. I was ashamed of how my life got downgraded. But then I realized I set responsibility for some things I knew I could have did a whole lot better. But I wasn't ashamed of it anymore, and I dealt with it. I looked head on, and I'm like, I know that I can turn this around. I don't need to wait for someone in corporate America to help me do it. I know what it's going to take. I am going to make my list, and so help me, God, corporate America won't control how I live with my daughter ever again. But it's my determination. And you have to find that same resolve into what you want to accomplish for your life and your dreams and your aspirations and your ambitions. So these are all the living things. It's just being accountable for your life. You can't have somebody else run it. You have to be accountable for what you want. Choices you make will dictate the light that you lead. And I know that sometimes we can prolong situations by not facing the reality of a situation. And so we want to try to avoid that as much as possible. I mean, Jeff, have you had those experiences too? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Everything that you said, again, I agree with you. We're totally on the same page. And you really um, struck a chord with me when you said um, lifestyle changes. A lot of times we'll, we'll try to make a change, and we only want to make it a temporary change. But to make it stick, it has to be a lifestyle change. And basically, you have to make sacrifices. There are some things you will have to give up. And it, it may hurt your pride, you know, to make some of those changes, and it may hurt some people's feelings, but to better yourself, you also have to humble yourself and make sacrifices. So, yes, I definitely have to do it on my own, too. And moving to Florida was was a, a big change for me because it made me stand up and be my own person and rely on myself instead of relying on other people, you know, to take care of me. It's like what you said. So it's a huge change, a big adjustment, a big lifestyle change, yes. Yes, it is. And in closing tonight, what we're going to say is if you look deep within yourself and you find your inner strength and resilience, you can learn to grow from whatever situation you are faced with, that you're dealing with, you can overcome. My grandmother used to always say this to me. God will never put more on you than you can bear. And I have had so many situations in my lifetime where I'm like, is she sure about that? But the reality is yes. We don't know when we're going to go through the storm, but you have to believe that a sunny day is somewhere around it. I think Florida Evans said it better. When the world is just raining down with you with all these different pressures and challenges and obstacles. It's like, let a smile be your umbrella every day because he will never put more on you than you can bear. It is so easy to give up when you've been knocked down with despair. I only can hope that our segments is giving some of you the glimmer of hope to know that they too can triumph over their adversity. We are resilient beings, not just for the people that we are, but for the country that we are. And I believe if you follow your heart, you'll live your dream, and you'll be amazed of how much you can accomplish. So we thank you tonight for joining us. Jeff and I would like to say good night. We thank you so much for your continued support 
of our segments every Wednesday, and we look forward to continue to motivate and inspire you. So good night from me and Jeff. Yes, Alicia, thank you so much. Thank you for putting on another wonderful, inspirational show. Um, I hope everyone um, found something that they could um, take with them as they continue their journey through this world. And let's not forget um, the people who were affected by September 11th. Let's keep them uplifted and let them know that we are there for them always and forever. Thank you, Jeff. My sentiments exactly. Thank you all, and everyone have a great evening. Goodbye.